podcast. We are really excited today to be here with Kevin Doney. He is a travel expert in the luxury travel industry. And we're talking about just getting back out there after this whole months that we've had home with the pandemic. Years. Years. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, yeah, 15 months, 16 okay, yeah. months. Yeah. Okay. But it's years. It's now. been a long, it's been a long time. All right. It has. <laughs> So Kevin, thank you for joining us. Wait, do we also have to mention that yes. Kevin's our cousin? Do it. He's our awesome. <laughs> Yay. I am the cousin, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as we've talked about on previous podcasts, we come from a huge family. So Kevin is one of the many, many, many that make up the Doni family Christmas. Right. Right. All the know, fun all ice skating activities. memories and whatnot. Exactly. So yes. welcome, Kevin. Thank you for thank joining you. us. And Thanks for having me. We're excited. So Kevin has spent the last 14 years in the luxury travel industry. Tell us what is so luxury about it? What makes it luxury? Well, I think luxury, what's interesting is that I think it's luxury is different for everyone. I think that luxury for some people is a really fabulous over-the-top hotel suite. Luxury for other people is just a really cool and creative experience. Luxury for others is being somewhere completely remote, away from everyone, very exclusive, and not having to deal with people or crowds or whatever. And so that's a luxury to others. But I think for most people, luxury is being able to go somewhere and spend time with their loved ones, whether that be a significant other or family, and really be able to just get away and appreciate the relationship that they have with their loved ones and also just appreciate where they are. Totally. And would you say a part of your niche is really kind of curating and cultivating these really unique experiences? I can't just go on xyz.com and find what it is that you're offering. Right, exactly. I mean, we try and find those really unique experiences that, like you say, people can't just go online and say, I'm just going to book this and be done with it. And one of the things we do really well is complex itineraries that involved a lot of different components and really just kind of some cool and different things. Now, one thing that I have to share is that Kevin had planned a trip for our family. I don't, it was probably like six or seven years ago. And was it that like the original house fell through and then you found us this other house and it came with this private chef and it was literally we thought we were on mtv cribs <laughs> we were like this is the dopest place we've ever been it was we had like a private beach in turks and caicos and we i mean it was literally the most magical week we've ever had we still talk about it all the time and oh my gosh. You guys were like celebrities. Well, so I think it was two weeks after someone had found on people.com that like Sarah Jessica Parker had stayed at the same house. And then I think the Kardashians had stayed there. Like we, you would think we were total hillbillies the way we were like, oh my God. (laughs) You were trendsetters. I mean, we were. Oh a, we were ahead of them. They were right. following you guys and we're like, yeah. we want to stay. <laughs> I know. So it was like, you know, having had the fortunate experience to have gone through that process with you, it really was such a special, specialized, curated. I mean, even from, you know, the flights, the pickup, 
the the food organization. Oh, yeah, I mean that stuff's so hard when you travel. Yeah, it's you so think nice it's to have not that handled. That big of a deal, but especially it, when you go to another country. Exactly. Right. You know, when I think it's things that not everybody always thinks about. You know, as long as they have a place to stay, great. That yeah. will work out. But then there are a lot of other components to it that kind of get pushed aside. Yeah, it was like, I don't think we went scuba diving, but I know we like had a catamaran day and I mean, awesome. stuff that like we wouldn't have even known how to do or thought to plan for. So, right. Amazing. It's, real deal. it's the real yeah. deal. <laughs> so, Kevin, the company you work for is Cerulean World Travel and you are a program director. What does that entail? So that entails a lot of different things. It kind of, there's two lanes that I work in on a daily basis. One is I'm working with my clients to, to put together and curate these trips and work on different arrangements from flights, hotels, activities, and all those special touches. But another um, lane that I work in as well is developing what we're calling our protege program for newbies that are coming into the industry and maybe don't have any experience yet. And so what we're trying to do is kind of introduce them to the world of travel and booking travel and be there, you know, as a level of support, guidance, mentorship even, and help them kind of break through. So yes, between those two, two aspects of the job, it keeps me pretty busy. <laughs> On your toes. And then you also, I imagine the biggest perk of the job is that you have to go and scout out the experience. <laughs> I mean, a perk. Out, out or enjoy, <laughs> right, right, yes, experience, yes, just oh. make sure, <laughs> and stay at all the, I mean, you have to walk the walk, it's, absolutely, it's a job, but someone's got to do it, I know, right, and once you have the experience, you can talk more confidently about it, and, you know, you can make the most appropriate recommendations, because not every place, every hotel, every destination is good for everyone, you know, right. so you want to make sure that you do the right thing. So you're not getting a phone call in the middle of the night saying, get me out of here. Oh my gosh. Have you had one of yeah. those? <gasps> oh no. It oh, comes God. with the territory, but. Sure. Okay. So that's like you industry. You just have to diffuse. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's so scary. It's yeah. Sometimes it's logistics, missing a flight. Other times it's like, I don't like my room. I don't like this hotel. Oh, wow. Other times. I mean, it could be, you know, an emergency they have to get out, but yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay. So that's, that feels serious. Yeah. <laughs> I pay you the big bucks. That's right. It's a travel emergency. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of that's what we're here for. And that's the level of support that we provide. Sure. That's it's great. not just booking it and we're done. It's yeah. we're with you the whole time. And so if something comes up or you don't like yeah. it, then we hear about it. This is really intense. <laughs> but I think that goes along with the luxury industry. I mean, you're paying for service the whole way through. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that most people that are working with a travel advisor to plan and curate a trip are just kind of expecting that they will have that level of service and sure. that they will um, have someone that advocates for them or will work with them to get them out or wherever they need to be. So it's yeah. as much a relationship industry for you too and service. It really is. I mean, and a lot of our clients travel multiple times a year. And okay. I mean, that's where most of our clients come from referrals. And so it's basically developing those relationships over, over time. Um, I mean, I've worked with some of my clients for 10 
plus years now That's from the very cool. beginning. It's a part of their <laughs> memories. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. So you kind of grow with them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Interesting. Cool. Well, what do you think? Obviously, travel has been affected by the whole pandemic. Is there a certain way that it affected this specifically the luxury travel industry more than, you know, the obvious people not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it put things into perspective for people when it comes to travel. And we're starting to see that now that it's picking up more and, and what people are focused on and what they, what's important to them. I think it's more you know, they're taking a closer look at where they really want to go or what they really want to do. Because um, even though things are continuing to improve, I think that there are still some roadblocks and restrictions out there. And so, you know, maybe they're not trying to cram as much in anymore. Maybe they, instead of five places, they want to go to two. And, um, And maybe not, not do as many city experiences or not do as many really intense places where there's a lot of people around. Maybe it's more focused on more of these experiential things that are not what the masses are doing or more remote beaches you know kind of just sort of I think resetting their their minds as to what what's important to them and what they want to do. It sounds a bit like slowing down and like savoring instead of trying to rush rush rush. Yes. Jam Um, city in or every country if you're going to be somewhere that's a really interesting crossover because I feel like a lot of people are taking that approach to life in general now like Mm -hmm. oh man I had the opportunity to sort of step off the treadmill or the mouse wheel or Mm -hmm. whatever that analogy Mm -hmm. is and kind of say like all right I didn't I could work from home so I shaved an hour and a half off of my day or my commute right and then I got to be home for spend dinner. more time with the family yeah, or whatever or just like with your loved ones and I think it's interesting to hear how that crossed over yeah and the other thing is that I feel like they're saying yes a lot more if that makes sense you know before we would show them some options or talk about different things and it was kind of like well maybe or we'll put that on the back burner, but now it's like, yes, we want to do it because mm-hmm. they've sort of lost this year and a half and, mm-hmm. you know, they're ready to make is, up for that. You know, yeah. I'm really seeing that with my design business too. It's people are, they're building the house, they're renovating, they're moving, they're like, they're just doing the thing that they maybe thought they always wanted to. And I think we've all just mm-hmm. realized now, now's the time. Yeah. yeah. No do time it. like the present. No time like the present. That's right. Yeah, I love that. So obviously we're seeing a big increase in travel coming up. Where are, where are the hot spots or where are you seeing, like you said, more experiential opportunities, but what are the locations that you're booking a lot more of? It's interesting. It's kind of all over the board right now, but uh, lately I have had more of those kind of like remote, like ocean island experiences. I've had a, I've had a, a few clients go to like the Maldives, Seychelles, in, like kind of out in the middle of the nowhere in yeah. Indian Ocean. People are actually talking about safari because that's a pretty good like social distancing activity. You're outside yeah. a lot. You know, there's not a lot of people at the camps. You're on a vehicle with pretty much just your group. And so there's not a lot of interaction with others. So there's there's been, you know, an increased interest for that. And then, I mean, there's a lot of people that are still staying closer to home, like Caribbean, Mexico, and then Hawaii is just 
exploding too. Yeah. Do you do Shoot. many trips in the U.S. that you plan or are they mostly international? Mostly international, although in the past year and a half, that's part of what we've learned is more about what's in our own backyard because okay. that was a stepping stone for clients to be more comfortable with getting out there and traveling. You know, mm -hmm. they said, maybe we're not going to go to Europe, but let's take a driving trip yeah. you know, to California or, yeah. you know, we want to do a, a, a staycation in our own city and see, you know, what there is to do here. Yeah. So we've, it was actually an educational experience for us too, because there's so much just in our backyards that I yeah. think that we forget about. Like national parks and stuff, I think had like record numbers. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, Alaska. I mean, oh yeah. 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 That's a good one. Wow. Very cool. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot happening. Are people taking more like private? They're not using flying commercially. Yes. That is something that we've seen an increased interest of as well. Kind of, you know, the people that are able to are considering flying private so they can just get from point A to point B and not have to worry about, you yeah. know, the airport experience with all the other people. Well, there's so many more logistics now. And then there've been flights that are cut. So it's just seems like to get anywhere these days, it's just trickier. And then you're taking your temperature and you're, you know, after security and the COVID, it is kind of a hassle. I right. love how you called it the airport experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice way to Positive explain sense. it. Yes. The airport experience. You can <laughs> take that for what you will. Like. <laughs> well, do most of your clients fly private or is it like a 50-50? I mean, it, more 50-50. Okay. I would say there are still a lot that fly commercial, but but those that do are now we're doing a lot more business in first class just because that also helps the experience. Yes. <laughs> I mean, having had the opportunity to fly business class international, I was like, Oh God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard to go back. It is. Yeah. Oof. For sure. hundred yeah. percent. So what about, so you're doing all these fun trips that obviously are, is a great perk of your job because you need to get familiar with these resorts and whatnot. Do you find, what about your favorite type of travel? Mm -hmm. Are you more of like a relaxation or adventure or a combo? I'm probably more of a combo. I would say that over time I've come to appreciate relaxing mm. trips a bit more because life life can get hectic and life can, life can get crazy. And to be able to go somewhere and really disconnect and relax is yeah. a huge deal. And I think for a while, I didn't quite get that, <laughs> or I didn't quite get to the place where I felt like I could relax, but now it's getting better. Do you feel like, okay, I'm in a new place or all these things I want to like see and know and learn about? Did you feel pressured to be information gathering? It, it depends where I am. I mean, I will say if I'm some if I am somewhere that has a lot of different experiences or or if it is a city, say, and there are restaurants that I want to try or there are different neighborhoods, then yes, I'm still totally into doing that and kind of have to to be out and about. But if I am somewhere that doesn't really have that or that's not the main focus, I'm definitely into just <laughs> laying low. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Also, does it maybe have anything to do with getting older? I'm not, <laughs> you're getting older, but I know I am appreciating a good pool day more than ever. Maybe. 
that's a good, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, as you get older, I guess you have more responsibilities and more things happen. And so I think that you do appreciate that, that pool day Just or sitting at the beach a bit more. Funny you say that because before we started recording, we were talking about how Bridget's mom and dad and Kevin's mom and dad are doing all these bike trips. It's like your parents, I mean, they're old, but they're like still adventure seeking. Yes. No, for sure. It depends maybe. Yeah. No, I feel like we're getting more adventure seeking Mm -hmm. my family when we travel because I don't know. I just want to see more stuff. And I think my kids are getting older and we're ready to do things together. Yeah. Um, I'm still tied to a nap schedule. Right. So I'm like, when you're napping, I'm napping. Right. So let's just right. hang out. Yes. Enjoy the flexibility and mobility of being able to do all the stuff. Absolutely. Do you have like a favorite, absolute favorite destination? I mean, if you guys went to Africa as soon as you could after the pandemic, is that your favorite place? Probably. Yeah. Really? It's funny because I always, people always ask and I always sort of hesitate, but deep down, I know what my answer is going to (laughs) be. I feel like I remember you telling us that there's this winery that you loved. Am I making this up? This, is there something strawberry, something in South Africa that I'm trying to think. Oh, it sounds like no. I remember. Sounds like no. (laughs) That's right. No, there are wines that I love in South Africa, but I don't know. I'm trying to think if it's something related to strawberry. Aaron's grandma. Maybe. You went to some vineyard there. I don't know. That does sound. Have to think. (laughs) And how sweet that you guys took. Was it his grandma? Yes. Yeah. That's so nice. His grandma and my parents. Oh, right. <laughs> I went together. That. Yeah, that's, that's so nice. Yeah. No, and it was fun for them to experience it. And yeah, sure. wasn't it fun for you to be the host of sharing that experience and seeing them? Absolutely. The first time? Yeah, because I don't always get that opportunity. You know, even though I'm working with clients every day, I don't, I don't see their reaction to things or I don't see right. how they respond you know, maybe we're working with a local partner that can give me some feedback or, you know, some updates, but it is, it's, it's a good feeling to be with somebody, to see them, to see their jaw drop in an experience. So yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Very cool. What's the most expensive resort you've ever. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, just what is the most expensive resort? It's hard because I don't think that there's one in particular because it's like there are some hotels that have ridiculous suites that are you know yeah $50,000 a night but the hotel itself might not necessarily be the most (laughs) I don't think we're going to be able to afford that do you get us on like a scouting trip for those places (laughs) yeah I think we're going to need to attend I can put you on the list 50 grand a night that's what I'm thinking (laughs) Well, they can maybe squeeze a lot of people in and then okay. that, that works. Right. Maybe all the cousins. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my yeah. gosh. No, That's- but I mean, there's, there's a lot of incredible places and it, it's interesting. There's not, I, I, I wonder if you Google, like what's the most expensive resort yeah. in the world, if there would even be one that comes up, sure. right? It might even be one that you don't expect because they have that one completely 
right what's what's like the most exclusive you had mentioned like the Maldives or the Seychelles or yeah I mean I think the most remote off the grid I mean there are some islands in the Seychelles that are pretty off the grid you know 10 villas open air like you're really not (laughs) not connected unless you want to be even I, the that. same the same I need a hospital nearby or something I don't know not that I have all these health issues I just feel like well, oh no well then you can get helicopter to okay. the main okay. island and then there's a hospital there there you but, go um, <laughs> but Sam, I mean Africa again some of the lodges there are super remote and don't have wi-fi so you're really disconnected oh. What happens um, if you're eaten by a tiger in the middle of the it, night? Or like an elephant stampede. <laughs> I, That's nature. I would be afraid of the animals. <laughs> but it's a surreal experience, though. I remember the first time I was at a lodge that did not have Wi-Fi. And, you know, every night here at home, I'm going to bed and I'm on my phone. Like, oh, let me just check my email one more time. Let me just look at whatever. And there it was, you could not do that at all. Like nothing worked. And it was like completely pitch black. But you're listening to the sounds of nature, like animals. Yes, the trees rustling in the wind. And it's, it's just, it's hard to describe because once you're there, it's just, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. why can't I disconnect like this all the time? Right. Well, yeah. I have a client who is going to the Amman resort and is it Utah? Oh, Yeah. Have you Amangiri? Yes. I have not been to Amangiri yet. I feel like I'm one of the few that hasn't, but. Have you gone, did you go to the Amman resorts in Bali? I did, yes. Okay. So is that, I hate to call it a hotel chain, but it is. <laughs> but it is. It's a, it's a more intimate hotel chain. Right. Like a boutique hotel. Yes. Yes. So they don't have as many locations as some of the like more mainstream ones, like Four Seasons, Ritz, Marriott, you know. So it's definitely a more specialized experience. And would you say for someone who's looking for a luxury travel experience, but maybe can't afford the whole thing, that's a great, I don't want to call it like a bridge vacation because it still is pretty outrageous, right? Right. No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Doing maybe like a long weekend or first to kind of get your feet wet and see what the experience is like and see how you find it and see if you enjoy it and then then sort of branch out from there and for you or yeah right have any of your clients asked for anything like super crazy ridiculous (laughs) I feel like they do and it doesn't even phase me anymore but like I was thinking about this but there was a client who went to Antarctica and wanted to do a helicopter ride and a submarine experience like okay. in Antarctica, like, okay. um, and it was available. So we did it, but like that, I mean, how many people are like in Antarctica wanting to do right. a helicopter or like, I just want to get on a submarine and. Nope. Oh and my gosh. Like, yeah. No, no. Thank you on the submarine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like people always ask for something or, you know, are very particular about specific things are you flying in cases of bottled water or something or sometimes or like for kids for people traveling with kids sometimes they've had very specific things for their children that need to be 
flown in or ordered or, you know, at the resort for when they get there because the kids won't like whatever, <laughs> whatever they have that's not theirs. Um, I love that. You yeah. Do. I'm feeling like maybe that's what makes these children entitled when they grow up. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, for example, Emmett, my brother's oldest, she won't sleep on sheets that aren't her own. Okay. And it's like, I don't know if it's a little OCD. So I'm thinking it's something like that, not like mom, they only have Evian water and I need Oh right. Okay. Like yeah. This, it has to be like sometimes you have to just roll with it. Yes. If you're gonna learn to be a traveler. I know, but in a way it's like if you're having this level of experience, it's right. It should be luxury for everyone. Down. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean <laughs> there I think there are people that feel both ways. Um, but for those that do need their creature comforts or Mm -hmm. specific things, we can definitely get that to where they need to be. Have you ever had any, like you said, someone calls you in the middle of the night, get me out of here. Like any like crazy emergency. Yeah. I mean, people have had to come home for, you know, some kind of personal emergency or work emergency. Um, so there, there have definitely been a few of those. I mean, it's more the, like, I don't like it or okay. like the service is bad or I don't. What about just... natural disaster or something? <sighs> Have you had any of that? Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, there's been volcano eruptions. <gasps> um, like there was a volcano eruption in Bali a few years ago and I had clients there and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I, thankfully, I didn't, I didn't have to get them out actually. I didn't have to evacuate them, but I kind of had to like, Make sure they're new for them. Yes, move some things around. And then I remember the volcano in Iceland several years ago that erupted, that completely disrupted even not people going to Iceland, but people just flying to Europe. We were kind of like scrambling to get because the the, that's like in the flight path. And so the flights couldn't take that path anymore and they were getting canceled and diverted. And we're like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Okay. That I feel is very like, dramatic. Yeah. These aren't things that I've ever really This should considered. be a show on TV. I know. Surprised it hasn't. I mean, maybe on some station it is, but. Yeah. I know. Channel. Yeah. Like the what's, oh, under deck or what's that? Oh, Below deck. Below deck. Oh, yeah. I feel like it could be it. Yeah. It's all these people back at home scrambling to make yes. exotic luxury experiences. Right. (laughs) You can pay to have anything done though. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Anything you want. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kevin. This has been really, really interesting and enlightening. And I want to get on a plane right now, a private plane. (laughs) And I want to go to one of those really fancy places. Where in Mexico are you going for the 4th of July? Just outside of Cancun. I mean, it's technically Cancun, but it's a resort that's outside of the main it is Nisuk, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we just kind of decided last minute to do that. Good for you. Do you That'll have status on every airline in a million points? <laughs> Not on every airline. You have to kind of choose your Who is your, your alliance? Double partner. So I'm American in okay. one world. Okay. I'm with you. I don't like United. Yeah. <laughs> also. Delta. I don't even know. They don't even fly here anymore. Oh, they don't? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. You have to put your eggs all in one basket because then you get the status, then you get the miles, and then you can cash them in on those really amazing experiences. 
So cool. All right. Well, you'll have to think of a trip that you can send me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Oh, I know now my wheels are totally, I know. I totally am like, uh, I'm Mm. stressed out. I wanted to take my parents to Hawaii next spring break. And I feel like it's getting really busy. It is. I mean, if you're serious about it, I would say start thinking about it now. Why is it getting so busy? I, I mean, Hawaii was actually closed like completely for a while. And so I think it's just the idea of we need to get there. And for a lot of, especially West Coasters, that was easy for them. You know, yeah. that was like a weekend getaway to right. Hawaii. Going to Mexico, you can right. the same you time can easily. zone, it's easy. Right. Yeah. And so I think now it's just, now that they have reopened, it's just been a complete, like. Everybody's flocking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you can't get a rental car, like it's hotels are crazy expensive if they have space. Um, so, so yeah, if you're thinking about it, I'd say Do it sooner now. rather than later. Yeah. Oh crap. Okay. Thank you for adding something to my <laughs> list today, Kevin. <laughs> well, Kevin, it is great to be with you. Thank you for your time. Yes, of course. Anytime. We will maybe on you look our... great. Are you coming for Donny Christmas, by the way? Probably. Because it's being hosted at my house this year. Oh, all right. (laughs) But maybe on our website or our blog or Instagram, we'll share some of, maybe we'll shake you down for a couple of your favorite hot tips that we can share with people. Sounds great. Yeah, hot tips. Can I ask one last question for those listeners who are interested in seeking the guidance of Cerulean World Travel Advisors? Who is your ideal client or who, who is your client? I mean, our clients are, I mean, we focus on a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, investors, and their families, people that really value the travel experience and that travel fairly frequently. I mean, most of our clients, like I said, travel multiple times a year, like to do really cool and unique things. I mean, we like to say we do cool trips for cool people. And that. that I think that appreciate the whole experience rather than just kind of like, a booking tool for, you know, getting a hotel reservation or something. Right. Cause there are, I'm sure agencies out there that can do that, but your niche or specialty really is for the person who's, who values the service that you provide and the experience that you have and the expertise that you can leverage for a really unique experience for them. Yes, absolutely. Fabulous. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Hope to see you. I guess I'll see you at Christmas probably. Holiday time. Yes. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to the Life with B podcast. Check us out at lifewithb.com or on Instagram at lifewithb. Bye.